Welcome to the Sicilian Secret Diet Plan Podcast. This podcast is written and presented to you by husband and wife team Dr. Sandra Camerata and Dr. Giovanni Campanile. Sandra is a psychiatrist and was born and raised in Sicily, and Giovanni is a cardiologist. They have written the Sicilian Secret Diet Plan book and podcast in order to introduce a wider audience to the wonderful taste and health benefits of the Sicilian Mediterranean diet, which will lead you onto a path of longevity and improved health span, the reduction of disease in the later part of your life. The goal is to live not only longer, but better with improved vitality and joy of life. Their motto is Be Well Deliciously. The sterility of of the breast milk is important because if it were sterile, it wouldn't be able to promote the microbiome. So sterility is not always, a, you know, a cleanliness and sterility is not always the best thing for infants and children. You know, we don't want them to be exposed to uh, toxic uh, organisms, but they should be exposed to natural uh, microorganisms in the environment so that their microbiome um, increases and diversifies like it should. That's why it's nice to have the kids go out and play. They should get a little dirt on them. They should, uh, you know, not be overly clean. You know, this is a, this is an issue because, uh, you know, there's a balance in this. But uh, in general, um, children will will play in a way that will increase their mic. They're, na- they're naturally oriented to, to play in a way that increases their microbiome. Children should play in soil. So the other important con- content of uh, breast milk is fats. They're the primary source of energy for, for the baby, and they provide uh, half of the total calories of the breast milk, and they help it to grow the gut, the central, the, the maturation and growth of the central nervous system. They also are antibacterial, especially they protect against B. streptococcus. There are about 200 fatty acids that have been so far identified in breast milk. And they, the way they are um, made, they, uh, they can, they, they facilitate the absorption, and they also cannot be duplicated in formula. So they they have antibacterial, anti-inflammatory property, and most of the uh, uh, formula don't contain these fats. They're encapsulated in fat globules. They're surrounded by triple layer structure that is called the milk fat global membrane or MFGM. The only close things that we have to breast milk FMGM is a bovine form that can provide similar benefits to humans when they're included in human formula. So that's what they're trying to do now. They're in trying to include MFGM GM from bovine to the formula. So they, 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 they can provide similar benefits of uh, breast milk. We also have stem cells in breast milk. They're called mammary stem cells. And we don't fully understand what they're there for, but they may help to establish new organs like liver, kidney, brain, And so 
of importance is possibly to supplement mothers with omega-3, especially DHA, while they're breastfeeding. There is a study that supports that when lactating women took 400 milligrams of omega-3, especially the marine omega-3, the breast milk contained 100% or more DHA that women that did not take the supplement. They had a better omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, which is necessary to prevent many chronic diseases. And we know that DHA is crucial for the brain development. So it must be important for breastfeeding women to eat fish. Absolutely. So at least twice a week, high fatty fish. The, what we have known now, that even though babies, toddlers, might have high mercury levels from fish, that is overwritten by the benefits of DHA. So it's important for the mother to to eat fish, to possibly take supplements, for children to eat fish and possibly take supplements. And this is why this, uh, what Sandra's referring to is a studies that have shown that despite some mercury in the system, the benefits of omega-3 outweighs the mercury. But in a, way, a way to uh, to avoid this issue is to eat the small oily fish that Sandra's speaking about. You know, the we always bring up this acronym SMASH, which stands for salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines, and herring. These fish are very high in omega-3 and very low in mercury. So, and it's very easy because you can get a can of mackerel or a can of sardines if you like those fish. Some people or really- Or buy at the fish market. You know, or buy fresh fish. But, uh, you know, some people don't like those fish, so they have to choose the ones that they do like. But it's, um, it's a good way to maintain your, uh, the mother's omega-3 fatty acid index up as high as possible, and that is reflected in her breast milk. So uh, what we know is that uh, maternal intake of omega-3 fatty acids is associated to a larger brain size in breastfed infants. Now, while we're talking about all the wonderful things about breast milk, there are also some deficits in breast milk. For example, vitamin K1, which is necessary for prevention of blood clots, is very low in breast milk. So the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that all newborn babies receive an injection of vitamin K1 to prevent any of hemorrhagic effects after birth. Iron is also low in breast milk. Um, and that may be, there may be an evolutionary reason for that because in order for bacteria to infect, to, to, to give an infection, they require iron. So a low iron uh, presence in, in breast milk might protect the infant from developing infections. But the infant's iron level drops dramatically a few hours after birth, and probably for this reason, to be protected against all the infections once it comes out uh, in uh, life. And after six months, there is a higher incidence of anemia that infants can develop. So pediatrician usually recommends to supplement uh, uh, iron with iron-rich foods. So remember, 
you know, lentils, you know, lots of uh, whole grains. They have uh, iron, spinach, spinach uh, many other uh, foods, whole foods have iron. The other important uh, element that is low in breastfeed is vitamin D. So it is recommended to take uh, some supplements of vitamin D for women who are breastfeeding to increase the concentration of vitamin D. Now, what not to do during breastfeeding? Smoking. Uh, smoking cigarettes decreases the absorption of omega-3 fatty acids. So we already know how important they are. We don't want to do that. So the iodine concentration in the breast milk of women who do smoke is half of the one in women do, who do not. And uh, iodine is necessary for brain development and thyroid development, development, very important. So in general, smoking is not a good thing for anyone for your health. You know, it's one of the, the biggest risk factors for heart disease, but especially in pregnant women and especially in breastfeeding women, uh, this is, uh, is super important because of the effect that this can have on the infant. And uh, interesting, you know, this is a study in rodents, not in humans, uh, that uh, smoking, I don't know how to make a, a, a rodent to smoke, but I guess they can. They make little tiny cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, they saw that they, in these uh, rodents that uh, smoke promotes the resistance to leptin, which is the hormone they associated with uh, obesity. So there is a possibility of a higher incidence of obesity in children of mothers who are breastfed and smoke. And also, smokers' breast milk has a lower number of antioxidants, vitamin C, vitamin E. Now, so smoking in general, if anyone out there smokes, you know, this is a good opportunity to think about quitting it. You know, I, I think the latest statistics is that smoking is very, has reduced significantly in the United States. And this hopefully, this trend will continue because there's nothing good about cigarette smoking or uh, because it, it affects you in bad ways in so many different ways. So it's, uh, you know, there's, there's no reason to smoke. And interesting, again, with the smoking is that while uh, it, it, they, they have noticed that heavy metal concentration, for example, cadmium, can be transmitted from breast milk into the baby and uh, the concentration are four times higher in the breast milk of women who do smoke. And uh, cadmium impairs the metabolism of micronutrients that, of course, are incredibly necessary for the baby's development. And this also goes for some uh, lower quality protein powders. So if you're consuming protein powders, make sure that it's a high quality one because some of the uh, lower quality ones do have cadmium in them. And this is, uh, you know, not good for anyone. And again, especially not good for breastfeeding mothers. So if a mother takes drugs, medications, they can pass into the breast milk, depending on the drug size, uh, the chemical characteristics, uh, that the genetic capacity of the mother has to metabolize medications or drugs. So the drugs in general that should not be taken during breastfeeding are anti-cancer drugs, lithium, oral retinoids, high doses of iodine, amiodarone, and gold salts. And uh, of course, uh, alcohol, nicotine, cannabis, caffeine can all be harmful in high quantities. Uh, 
So remember, how there are a lot of myths out there about alcohol and breastfeeding. Um, drink a lot of water, pump and dump, they don't help because alcohol continue to be metabolizer at a constant rate. So there's still some alcohol for a while in the breast milk. Uh, and remember that nicotine levels in breast milk are three times higher than the ones that are present in the, in the mother's blood level. So it can be extremely toxic for the baby. And the baby cannot eliminate nicotine easily. Um, so they've seen that babies of mothers who smoke sleep 30 minutes less when fed immediately after smoking. Caffeine metabolism is for in infants too, so try to drink no more than a couple of uh, cups of coffee during the day because it, uh, it can be toxic. THC is detectable in breast milk, so it can be present in the baby up to six days after the last use of cannabis for the mother. You know, cannabis stays in the body for a very long time and is definitely associated with decreased infant development um, by 12 months of age. So, so this was a fascinating discussion, and uh, the, you know, the benefits to the baby are clear, the benefits to the mother are also important. So um, uh, thank you for listening, and Sandra, any parting words? Well, again, if you can. Breastfeed your baby and breastfeed according to the guidances. You know, try to breastfeed prevalently only for four to six months and then continue to supplement the solid foods with the breastfeeding up to 12 months and try to at least find the formulas that are the most beneficial to the baby, the closest to the breast milk as you can, if you cannot breastfeed for whatever reasons. So, we have found out to our ancestors that did not the science, but somehow knew the science. Um, they, they followed the natural way of feeding, of promoting good uh, microbioma health. Let's continue to do this together. Together is always easier. And ask us questions when you want to. We will be more than happy to answer and again. Thank you for listening. And if you liked it, please like us, subscribe to us, uh, listen, to, uh, look at our YouTube video. We have a, a YouTube channel and uh, we have a website where you can leave us comments and uh, we're, we're more than happy to answer questions. So uh, we will see you next time. Be well. If you are new to the show, welcome. And if you are returning, we are so grateful for your participation and support. We hope you go to iTunes or Spotify and subscribe to the show, leave feedback, write a review, or send questions. They love questions and look at every question that is submitted. The content of the Sicilian Secret Diet are meant for educational purposes only and are not meant to be a medical diagnosis or treatment advice. A doctor-patient relationship is not created and any questions related to your specific physical or mental health should be directed to your healthcare practitioner. So hello, and thank you for joining Sandra and Giovanni for another episode of the Sicilian Secret Diet Plan Podcast.